What you are listening to is real. The parties involved are not cool. They are actual geeks with a case pending in the court of public opinion. The party's case has been dismissed, and the dispute will be settled here on our podcast. There will be no lawyers. There will be no witness testimony. The judge's decisions are final. Hello, I'm Judge Ivan. I'm Judge Jonathan, and this is Geeks on Trial. Today's case, pay to play. Welcome to Geeks on Trial. This is the podcast where we settle petty disputes between actual geeks over movies, video games, board games, and so much more. If you would like to submit your own geeky cases for future episodes, you can do so by email over at geeksontrial at gmail.com. You can also support the show over at patreon.com slash geeksontrial for just a few bucks a month, and you will receive early access to both our audio and our video episodes before they are released to the general public. And now, a summary of today's case. Today's case comes to us from the internet. You can find a link in our episode description. The subject of this case is Game Night, that beloved pastime of geeks all over the planet. On trial today is an individual who we will call Chris. Chris hosts board game nights centered around campaign-style board games. For the uninitiated, that means a board game with an ongoing story or series of quests that requires multiple play sessions to complete. In return for hosting and purchasing the games in question, from time to time, Chris asks his fellow players to contribute between $10 and $20, ostensibly to help recoup game costs, plus to make up for the setup and preparation time involved. However, at least one of the other players finds this practice questionable, feeling that their presence making the game possible to play at all should be enough to compensate Chris. As dual judges here on Geeks on Trial, it's now our job to determine whether Chris is correct or if pay to play is no way to play. <laughs> That's what we're here to determine today. It's true. I rhymed again. Hey, hey, you hey. You did. Now, <laughs> this is the all rhyming episode of Geeks on Trial. Oh, I did not sign up for that. You're going to hear a loud noise. There you go. <laughs> oh, great. The loud noise is gone now. I was happy it's gone. Good. So that's a summary of our case. As Again, it is centered around board games, which is something that uh, we know intimately here on the show. We've had many a game night, shared many a game night together, right. maybe even played in some campaigns, cer certainly Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if, right. I'm not sure if, uh, oh, we've, we've played Descent back in the day. So we've both been involved in some campaign style yeah, board games. Over as well. the years, there have been campaigns that have popped up. Yes, they've popped. They've they almost always end the same way, which is that they you don't finish them. <laughs> right. Because either, you know, you start a campaign, then a worldwide pandemic happens and then you can't meet up for like three, three and a half years. You know, little things like that that kind of push the campaign just um, into a dark, dark pit. Little things, which is really, that's what probably the worst outcome of things like global pandemics. Right. The, the fact that you it's harder to play your campaign board games. That, right. that is really rough. Uh, but which you know, actually, I well, anyway, I was yeah. going to say it's kind of weird because we played more campaign games during the pandemic because of online play with like, a, what was that website? Uh, Dice uh, Roll20? Roll20. For, for yeah. role-playing games, that's, yeah, online is pretty easy. Right. Uh, for physical board games, it certainly requires 
a little more uh, in-person interactivity for the most part. Now, maybe for people who aren't big board game heads, we should explain a little more about the style of campaign games. Typically speaking, I would say they're not much more expensive than your average hobbyist board game. I would say they probably run from 50 to $80, right. depending on the, the complexity and the amount of pieces in it. There may be some that are more ex- expensive or cheaper, but I'd say that's like about the average. And typically they play around four players. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there are some details of this case that we don't have the concrete facts on. Right. Specifically, uh, the quote was that they ask for 10 to $20 occasionally. Now, I don't know if that's like every time they buy a, a new board game. Right. Or, uh, you know, or are they like, are they t- just splitting the cost of it and doing some math? Or are they just saying like every few weeks, I deserve 10 bucks because I keep doing this? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's that's the issue that I have. Is it like, is it to, like you said, to cover the game itself? Or is it like to cover extras that you get oh i bought a bunch of minis for everyone here give me some money for these or is it like he they didn't really say it's for like snacks and stuff it's just for playing this specific game at this specific time give me money occasionally yeah it feels like an entry fee to continue gaining access to this game i think we should say again you and i have played in a number of of games and uh we have never no one has ever asked for money for for games of any kind, right? <laughs> well, I've been happened. sending you invoices, and you just keep ignoring them. <laughs> well, so uh, I sent you I, that was a fake address that I gave you, which is why <laughs> oh. I haven't been getting those. Otherwise, I would have paid them. Oh, he, he's right. But yeah, you're. I've never even at like. I mean, I guess conventions doesn't count, but even like in tournaments, unless there is a cash prize, you're not really paying to play said game because Mm -hmm. i don't know if we want to get into this yet but like when you have a gaming group assuming his uh group is the exact same four to whatever people every week which usually in a campaign it has to be roughly usually yeah i just don't just like you like somebody else will buy a game or somebody else will bring a game to the table so it's 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 weird to ask for money just because you bought said game. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, there's also a matter of it's one thing if you're all a group and you decide together, we all want to play this game. Let's go in on it to make the costs easier. Right. Versus what it sounds like is the case here and is most always the case in our group, too, is one person just says, I really want to play this game. I'm going to buy it. And it's like, well, you know, that was your decision. <laughs> if you, if you right. didn't want to pay the money, you shouldn't have paid for it. But don't don't expect everyone else to just go, oh, well, I, I guess I owe you for that thing you decided to do without asking me. Yeah, because it's very rare because we basically have our, say, our same group of people between r- roughly between three people and ten people, depending on how a game night works. Um, but if anybody was like, hey, I want to try this game, usually we just go to our local store and buy it. You're right. Yeah. Like, Unless it's, you know, back when we used to do the game reviewing stuff, we were able to get copies, but that's a different thing that I won't throw into this at all. Yeah, that's Um, a very different ball of wax. But... (laughs) To use a phrase from 1943. Right. (laughs) It was the bee's knees back in the day. Um, So it's, it's strange to me, and it's not... 
just going off of what was said in the case, it's not at the beginning of said game. It's not like, you know, we bought game, give me 10 to $20, which the price range seems astronomical to begin with. <laughs> but it's not, you know, it, it's randomly. So, like, what peaks that cost? Yeah, it sounds like it's it's mostly based on, like, buying the games, perhaps buying expansions. But, again, that's, like, a thing you do once, pretty much. Right. But it, So, it sounds like th- there these costs are more for, you know, I, I, it's my home that I'm hosting it in. I, I spend, like, I spent time to learn the rules. Maybe I spent, you know, 30 minutes every week to, like, set the game up, make sure everyone's stuff is in order. It's, right. it's, it's that kind of thing, it sounds like, which... And I think it's also important to point out from what it sounds like in the description of this case, uh, you know, this is not maybe a super close group of friends. At least the the one person who is not sure about the practice says they're newer to the group. So right. it, it sounds like it could be like people who met up at a game store or online. And that's also a little different if may, maybe it's more understandable to ask for some money if you're going to a, I don't know, you're, but even then you're asking for people to come play with you. I don't know. It feels like they're giving up their time too. You know what I mean? These games right. are a commitment. Like you've got to spend weeks, often months meeting up for various nights, you know, even a shorter end campaign game. Typically I would say take between 10 and 15 sessions and those right. sessions can take probably two hours, not including set up, tear down, people going to the bathroom, getting something to eat. Like it's a it's a night of it. Right. Th- that's a chunk of time that I feel like if you really want to play the game, not to I mean uh, <laughs> already I'm ready to give a verdict already, Me but too, but yeah, <laughs> feels like that's kind of on on you to. It seems like a lot to expect them to pay money on top of giving their time to it. Now, a few things I wanted to bring up aren't so I've never played at a like a local game shop for anything because um, that's not my um, I have anxiety problems. <laughs> I don't like new people, so I don't like going and just randomly sitting at a table with new people. But can't you pay to play a game at a game shop like there are professional dungeon masters and people like that that you can like if you go to your game shop on a, 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 a D&D night, you can pay an entry, a, in a, like a door fee, and they'll have somebody there to be your DM. Because being a DM, assuming this is a DM-style game, isn't like everyone's cup of tea, but they still want to play said game. I mean, I certainly, it, for, it sounds like this is more in the vein of things like Gloomhaven or Pandemic mm. Legacy, where there's not pretty much everyone is on the same playing field. Right. Uh, may, I mean, Gloomhaven is a more, you know, maybe one person has a better handle of the rules. Maybe they handle the monsters attacking things like that. But uh, it's certainly a far cry from a role-playing game like Dungeons and Dragons, where being the dungeon master of a game like that requires a lot of work. Right. Uh, uh, gener- cert- at least more that, you know, there's different styles of DMing. Uh, but especially if you're, you know, making a world from scratch, even if you're reading from a book though, there's a lot of prep time that goes into it certainly way more than a standard board game. Right. Um, and yeah, there are these like professional DM services. I don't know how widespread they are. 
but I feel like those are more for those are like, oh, you want to try D&D or you want to like your friend group wants to play D&D like for a special like weekend or for their birthday or something. Right. Uh, but you're I don't think many of them are like ongoing. I don't know how many people have a I pay this DM every at that point. I feel yeah. like you're just you should just be friends with them and <laughs> have them DM for free. Unless they're like, I guess, like a voice actor or somebody who's like. Yeah, you're right. You're paying for like a, a, a an in game like you you rent out like a dungeon space that's like thematic, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. People like you said, it is people do provide these services for for a fee. It is a thing that exists. Uh, so maybe you know maybe now we're undervaluing uh, DMs. The next question is how much do you tip your DM at the end right. of the game? But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to know because like if these so if they're going to the game owner's house. What is like, okay, you're paying for just the game, but like to get there, you're paying for gas to get there, assuming they all don't live in a walking distance. You're right. You're putting in your time just like everyone else at the table. And if he's the not the only one buying these games, what would like, why would I bring games to the table if I'm like, what do what's the cash benefit? from this mm-hmm. what's you know, your like, what, dollar what are per we entertainment getting? ratio right <laughs> because we've talked about like escape room at home escape room games and how much like sometimes they're expensive and they cost a bunch but you've brought up the point of you pay that much to go see a movie in a theater right and it's kind of the same thing but i just i don't i would probably i would be off put well, you're touching on an important point, I think, which is that something like an escape room is a one and done experience. Right. Uh, so that to me almost makes more sense. You know, they have these home versions like the exit or unlock uh, where you spend a few hours and it's it's done. I mean, you often like the exit ones, you can't replay because you're actually like cutting up pieces. And right. Stuff. Um, so that almost makes more sense to me to be like, let's all chip in and buy one of these now. Legacy games can be different. I, nowadays, some of the older ones you played through once and they were done forever. Most mm. of the modern legacy games you can replay. Yeah, because S- people were getting upset that they were buying these games and they couldn't really play with another group or what have you. Right. So I think that that lends more to the argument again of uh, it's not like you know, he could the person who owns this game could get more value out of it in the future without this group as opposed right. to it being like we should all go in on this together right. because once it's over it's over mm-hmm. uh so 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 i think that's i don't know it's another thing to, to take into consideration also like stepping back from campaign games too just in general uh, you know when well, we've hosted game nights for for a long time uh, I am, I would say one of the two people basically in our friend group who has the biggest board game collection. Right. So it's usually like a 50, 50 between the two of us of who's providing most of the games with occasionally someone will bring a game of their own, right. uh, uh, to play as well. And I wonder if there are people out there who are in that situation who feel like they are owed something for being the ones who buy all the games. Because Mm. from my perspective, I feel like at least for me, and it seems like the sense I get from most board gamers is that 
they're just so happy to get to play any game. <laughs> like, the, right. they're so relieved someone will play something with them that usually I feel like people in this community are, they're thrilled to put their money up. They won't ask for it. They're like, you'll come over? Great. I'll I'll get the snacks, the drinks, whatever you want. The fact that you're actually willing to sit down and play with me, that's payment enough in my right. book. Well, it also brings up, like, other parties and other social gatherings like when you have a dinner party at your house are you handing each person a bill at the end of said dinner party <laughs> yes <laughs> oh oh i owe you money <laughs> yeah yeah but it's that uh, kind yeah. of like it's that vibe of like oh we're having a you know sure you could bring your own foods and stuff like a potluck but like if you're inviting people over for this kind of thing you hosting it is because you have the option to not host it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No like, one's holding a gun to your head. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And, and that is a different map. I think what becomes a little bit different with game nights is they tend to be recurring. Right. right? As, as opposed to a one-off dinner party. So when it does come to things like food and drink, that is more when it's like, yeah, one person shouldn't be buying the drinks and snacks every single week because if it's every week, then it starts to be a lot. Yeah. Um, like that's when you can start asking people for stuff. But I still, again, have never – food is one thing, but games always feels like I, I'm i the one, speaking for me personally, who wants the game. <laughs> like, Right, because like you're not just a person who's like, oh, let me try this. You and most board game, most board gamers are a, like they collect games. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, you that's... like buying, like this is your hobby. Right. So right. it's not like you're put out by buying this. You were going to buy it anyway. You're just happy people can come over and play it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now, they they mentioned campaign games and we brought that up a bunch of times. Would it be different if it was like a regular game? Like if it was, let's just a popular game, Catan, for example. And you guys were like, <laughs> which one is probably of fifteen dollars right now at Walmart, <laughs> right? Or what's what's an expensive non-campaign game? I mean, oh man, let's say I mean, there's you know, if it's like Kickstarter, maybe they went all in on like the Marvel United stuff from Simon, which is if you got all of it, it's like 400 bucks or something. <laughs> okay. So like you bought that, but that's also the same thing of like you're a collector. So you're going to buy yeah. all that anyway, but you know, would they charge for that as well? Yeah. And, and that's definitely, it, it feels worse to me. <laughs> it right. feels like that is yeah, even more offensive uh, to be like, I'm uh, I, I just bought wingspan. Please, please give me $5 because I bought wingspan. Costs. Yeah. It's like, would you like for any other activity, doesn't it seem ridiculous to be like, Hey, come over. I just, I just bought uh, a new Blu-ray. We're, we're going to, we're all going to watch the matrix that. together. Yep. Uh, I, it's a cover charge though. Two bucks to hang out and watch the matrix. Right. Because like I said, it sounds like it's just, give me money for the opportunity to play this game. Yeah. Which it, yeah, like, it almost, 
it feels almost like there's an argument for it to be reasonable in my head when you are talking about a campaign game. But I feel like mm-hmm. if you do that exercise and swap in any other type of activity at your home, at least it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It feels very wrong. Right. <laughs> uh, which is different from like, if you're going to an escape room now, why does that feel different? Is it because you're going out somewhere and like doing something yeah, because it's it's you're paying for the I'm not gonna say the actors, but the staff. You're paying for the building that it's in. There's there's a whole them- like a like a, a like a dinner theater thing to it. Like mm-hmm. I guess just theater thing to it, where like this is at somebody's home, which they already assuming I think it's at their home, which they already pay for because they live there. <laughs> it's it's right. not like a. They're not dressing up their house to match said game, assuming. They're not, you know, providing costumes. Like, it's just you're putting a game on a table. This is like that old Penny Arcade comic where uh, they're talking about the, at the time, new Final Fantasy game for GameCube that required you had to have a Game Boy Advance to mm-hmm. play it. It was a multiplayer game. So you looked at like the TV and your Game Boy screen at, okay. at, sim- simultaneously. And people were like, you know, complaining because they're like, oh, you have to like buy a Game Boy. You have to buy this cable to hook it up to the GameCube. And the comic is like, oh, and now I have to buy a TV to play it on. Oh, and now I got to buy a house to to live in. Oh, and I don't have any friends. So I got to I got to hire four prostitutes to play it with. Right. <laughs> now so, I don't know. have now I'm broke. <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a there's a certain point where it's like, how much do you expect people to to throw in versus. Right. And I think another difference, like with the escape room thing. Uh, you're that is an you're all in the same playing field in that instance mm-hmm. you're all like or like if you're going to see a movie or a play or something or a concert right you're all p- playing putting a ticket in and seeing the same thing this is like someone's home turf and maybe that's part of maybe to them it's a part of a burden of like well i'm gonna have to clean up after you i'm gonna have to <laughs> deal with your shoes on the carpet or something but i don't they know don't- always have to like if if you are friends with these people or you know them well enough to invite them into your home you don't need to be the one that always hosts it like our game nights we split between two locations Mm. primarily so like it's not as much i mean i don't host it so it's not that much of a burden because you can split it so like one person has the games at one house you play those games at that house you play one person's games at another house so you're back and forth where the same thing can happen unless, you know, out of this group, everyone else refuses <laughs> to host. <Yeah>. This <laughs> but, sounds like this this person is, um, you know, they're the ones who are orchestrating everything. Right. And And probably my guess is they just started doing that and then everyone else just was like, that's just how it is. And everyone right. was happy with the situation. It could it could be a thing, too, of maybe this person has like a table or a situation where they can leave their game set up yeah. interminably. Uh, so, and it's like a pain to put set up and put away. So they're just like, it's out here forever. We don't have to move it. You just come over. It's ready to play, which also would, you know, would if that's the case, that would eliminate the argument of them wanting money for the setup time. <laughs> uh, oh but, yeah. But it also seems like from some of the wording in the article, 
that it's love calling it an article sounds very uh, intelligent. The case, we'll say the case. The case so in in the case that like they also come off as kind of like an alpha gamer. <laughs> yeah, in certain yeah, it's ways. It's hard to say. It, so like, yeah. are they controlling in that way? And then people are kind of like, well, we'll give this guy some, you know, we'll give this money so he won't complain about it the entire time, and you know, be a d bag about it. That that's again. There are some murky details here. I have to assume. Don't talk about his merkin. <laughs> well, are we paying for he, that too? He puts it out there. That's what I'm going to talk about. I have to assume that this is. This would make much more sense to me if this was like a listing on Meetup.com or something, or Craigslist, right? Or like a posting at the local game store saying, "Hey, I I want to play Pandemic Legacy, but I don't have anyone to play it with." take a tab call this number if you're willing to contribute 10 bucks let's all meet up and play it together right. uh still like i don't know that's not my bag i probably wouldn't want to do that with a stranger right. feel like a little weird but that makes a little more sense than if like if this is if this is just a normal friend group and they're just like pay me for this that feels so entitled that feels like yeah it's like it, i because like, i yeah <laughs> oh, because I'm trying to like piece things because like at the end of it, like, okay, if we, if the money's going towards said game, you're also like, if it's a replayable game, you're paying for this guy's game that he could play again somewhere else. So like, right. is he profiting <laughs> from our fun on this? Do you get to take home a port? Do you every other month, if you ask for the game to borrow, do you get custody of it for the rest well, of the, <laughs> that's like, if this the owner of the game decides to sell said game, do you get a fourth of the game? What if what if the game's no longer fun to you? Do you get a refund? <laughs> right. <laughs> what if you don't yeah, want to like, play anymore? <laughs> what guarantees are in this? Like, are you guaranteeing that these four people are always going to be there to play it because you're paying for it? Are you getting, you know, like, I, they don't explain what's... There need to be the, perks the, involved. Right. Uh, and if it's just the game, like if you're just giving them the money to recoup the cost of the game, that's kind of, I don't know. <sighs> then just make it so like if this is your regular game group, person A buys the game this month, person B buys the game next month, you know, and so on and so forth. That's exactly what I was going to say is just, yeah, uh, next you get the next camp. Like, it's I guess it's maybe it's one thing if this person is. It's a very different situation if the group is like, hey, we want to play this next, so will you buy it? <laughs> you know? Right. It sounds like this person is uh, completely of their own volition purchasing these games. And if that's the case, then then that's doesn't make as much sense. It's It would be one thing if everybody, again, was like, hey, we want to play this, um, so go ahead and do it. But yeah, or either buy the game next time or just like, you guys get dinner this time. Right. One time is fine. And it also doesn't sound like it's a setup fee. Like, it doesn't sound like it's a, you're buying, helping me buy this game. It's give me 20 to $30 randomly. 10 to 20. Let's be clear. Oh, 10 to 20. 10 to 20 randomly. So, like, what is that randomly when, like, what <laughs> yeah, triggers yeah. it? Right. When they when they have a payment to make on something, and they're like, they want right. to buy something. They're like, "Oh yeah, 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 I better ask for some money." I, yeah, right. Yeah, that's no, like that's very strange. Thing. Yes, the the occasionally is very strange. Uh, it, it's not specified if it's like just when they buy a game. It would make more sense if they're like, "Hey, this game cost a hundred bucks. 
uh, give me $20 so we can cover the cost of the game. That right. I would, I mean, I wouldn't like it, but it would make more sense at that point than just, oh, hey, when you guys come over, bring $10. Right. Now, what uh, would what is your reaction if someone says this to you? Uh, and I know what your reaction would be if it was me. You'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> you right. wouldn't do it. But but let's say it's someone who you're not as like, uh, you know. So like, let's go like to when I was with. heavier in gaming and like college and stuff. Yeah, and maybe it's like someone in out. college. I probably wouldn't go. Right. To be honest with you. Like it. it if it's a group of strangers, I don't like, I, I probably wouldn't pay. And what if it's like, it's your third game session. You're about to sit down and they spring it on. They're just like, by the way, if everybody could, you know, slip me 10 bucks, I'd appreciate it. Oh, there would be an argument. <laughs> like it would escalate, be like, oh, what, what is this for? Why, you know, why the $10, you know, or it would probably get, further and further up because um i'm irish and german that's how we do things but um it's a rough combo but i also think like as a group that group just would dissolve right like you know we played let's say three sessions and then they're like oh hey i need 10 bucks five bucks whatever it is for said gameplay out of nowhere i just wouldn't show up next week yeah, I think uh, if it were me, I would also not show up next week. However, I would probably, uh, I would probably still play the rest of that session sheepishly and just the whole time be like, "These people are crazy. What the hell?" Uh, right. Now I don't know yeah, if I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't walk out right then. Yeah, but I'm like, I sure, I'll, I'll give you the five bucks next time, and just, there was really oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just say, oh, I'll get you next time. You wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'm like part. Of, I think if if it were me, if everyone else was given the money, I might be peer pressured into like, okay, I guess. Right. <laughs> but it also depends on what if you what if you are really having fun? What if it is like a game you really wanted to play and it, that the group is like very friendly, you know, then then maybe it's a little trickier. Then maybe I'd just talk to them and be like, hey, that's. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't because I hate, I would avoid confrontation at all costs, <laughs> but I would be, I don't know. I might be, I might be peer pressured. I would be peer pressured if they had good arguments. Hmm. If there was good reason, like, Hey, I'm, like I said, I'm going to make some upgrades. I'm going to buy the campaign, uh, the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the upgrades for the game, you know, but just to recoup the cost of the game that he or she, or they already paid for. No, like, yeah, if it was fun, I would probably go out. I would buy the game myself and invite the other three, two people. Like, I love it. I'd rather spend my own 50 bucks than give you 10. Right. <laughs> invite him too. You can come and play in our right. game, but it sends free. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I just feel like it would also be like. Like we've played with strangers, we've played with people that we do and don't like. We've played with a broad group of people. We've played with broads. <laughs> but this has like never come up and we've played with some real like um sketchy folks that I that come to mind. <laughs> we that we would go like out under the Brooklyn Bridge with a <laughs> With a folding don't, table and <laughs> don't talk about our days shooting craps back in high school. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it is like it has never once crossed my mind to be like, 
like I said at the beginning, because I'm the one I I'm the one who wants these games. I feel like if right. anything, uh, and maybe this is just a very diff- big difference in certain people's personality types, but if anything, I worry that I'm burdening the other players by asking them to play with me. Right. <laughs> like I feel guilty being like. Uh, please sit down with me for an hour with a, for a game that maybe you won't like. And I'm like, God, I hope they like it. Let alone come back and meet up with me for the next five months to play the same game again and right. again. <laughs> because I, yeah, because going with that standpoint, you are paying with your time and you know, from the Rocco's modern life episode, time is money. You probably don't remember that episode. <laughs> is that when he, with the, with the comic book or is that something when different? he was, yeah, he was working at the comic <laughs> book shop and the, he kept showing up late to work and the boss who had the, the froggy boss with the bad hair plugs kept like smashing a clock over his head. I'll post Just so you know, it. I don't think Rocco's Modern Life uh, is the origin of that phrase. <laughs> no, but that's what comes to my mind. <laughs> okay, okay. Just yeah. making sure. But anyway, so cap- yes. Capitalism is the... Uh, <laughs> Conglomo. We own Conglomo. you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Where yeah, I don't know. What was your point? <laughs> so yeah, so time is like, so like, yeah, you're coming out, you're spending between two and six hours because we played games that have lasted that long. So, like, not that you're saying, like, my presence is your presence to be, like, that gross about it. But, like, you're right. You're coming out. You are... You're giving up time to play this game, even though you still want to play it. But, like, paying for it is a whole thing. I don't know. But I'm also coming at it from a, a place of, I mean, yeah, we have board gaming friends, but we all, there are also people who maybe aren't the biggest board gamers. Maybe right. it's different if you're in a situation where you know the other people you're playing with, like, want to play this game real bad. Right. <laughs> I still think it's, I, I don't agree with it, but that's maybe a, a possibility. But if they want to play the game real bad, they're going to end up either... Buying you, it on their own? Yeah, you you wait them out. <laughs> You're like, see how long they can wait to buy it. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, I don't. And then like, maybe it's a different social economic kind of thing. Like, sure, maybe this guy doesn't have the money to play or pay or or, or buy the game. But then you just don't buy the game, right? <laughs> yes, there's lots of other options out there. Like, there have been definite times where I'm like, oh, do I buy this video game or pay for my bills this month? Like. <laughs> Like you just, you pick one, you know, and there are plenty of cheaper. There are some cheaper campaign games that aren't going to run you a hundred bucks. Right. Uh, I mean, there's like off the top of my head, there's the crew, which I think is a great ongoing game can be played as a campaign. And it's like 20 bucks or something. Now, did they, in the case file, did they mention what the game was? I do not believe it was, spe- they, they said that they have done this for multiple games. So I think right. they did mention Pandemic Legacy as an example, but I, I think it's been the case for more than one. Yeah, like I don't, I, and I'm assuming it's the same group, like you said, like we were reading that come back from time to time. Maybe, excuse me, maybe it's just an agreed on thing. Yeah, right. But it's, but it's weird as, if you're the one entering the group and you didn't know that. <laughs> right, and like what, how did said person enter the group? Was he a friend of somebody? Was he just a Craigslist creep that, you know, was, <laughs> went to the group? Does Craigslist still exist anymore? Still exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Can I buy a liver off there? Uh, you, there? You, you can. Yeah. You can. So, yeah. So there, there's a few questions, but uh, it just makes me, it would make me feel uneasy. Now, I do think that, 
<laughs> now I'm now I'm thinking about dungeon mastering though. Uh, specifically, I think if any place there's an argument for this, it might be in tabletop role playing games. Right. Only for the DM, assuming also like if is the DM buying multiple books? Is the DM buying minis? Is the DM like how many hours a week are they putting into mm-hmm. uh, like coming up with campaign? Now I don't know if I would say like pay them a fee but maybe you get them their dinner each week or something in exchange for that. But again, personally, I would feel very uncomfortable saying that. (laughs) Well, and you're saying like that if the DM's buying the minis and stuff, that should also be like, if you're buying a mini for your character and you're buying dice, like that should be the individual player I agree. Buying their own, like everyone should have their own dice set. Everyone should have their own mini. Everyone should have their own, like, because if the DM doesn't make said characters, usually right. the usually the individual player makes their characters and and you know uh, has their own dice. It's like even in like Magic, like each individual person. I'm assuming I've never played Magic plays there with their own set. Like you don't go in and pay unless it's a tournament. Yeah, now there are, you know, game stores, but that's different. It's a game store. We'll have like magic nights where you pay some money and you get some new cards and you play with those cards, but you get cards out of it. Like you go home with right. something, you know, right. You, not... you get a thing like, and even like, like you're saying with the DM, somebody's doing the pre-work, you know, right. somebody's writing a script. If you're a really good DM, somebody's taking their time out to do a script making maps doing whatever that would make more sense over here put game on table i'm hosting which sounds like <laughs> yeah. this thing well it sounds like uh, we're, we're ready for for verdicts so who are we who uh we're we're judging chris the game hosts tonight the game host who is asking for money yes guilty or not guilty in this case is is he in the wrong I will let you take the floor. All right. Uh, So I think, I think our opinions are both uh, pretty clear (laughs) at this point. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious which way we're leaning. I may be a little bit more generous towards Chris in saying that I sort of understand uh, the desire to do something like this. If you are putting in the bulk of the work and in some cases it may even be somewhat justified in a sense But at the same time, I feel, and maybe this is right and maybe this is wrong, but just from the perspective of social norms, it just feels like it's not cool (laughs) to do this. Right. Even if you maybe a little bit do deserve it, like you said, ask for dinner, ask to buy the next game, but to charge a fee, that's too far, which is why I got to say, guilty, guilty. Like that. Yeah, I'm 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 100% on the same bandwagon as you because, you know, unless you had a predetermined arrangement in the beginning that was like, hey, I'm buying this game. It costs $400. Can you all chip in a little bit? Not the full amount of the game because in the end you are, as the owner of the game, still owning said game. You know, chip in some money to help out. Um and also, like, if you are hosting it, you're right. Bring snacks. Ask them to bring bring items with them. Sure. But I still think it's he's fully guilty. He shouldn't be requiring 
pay for play. And I, I feel like if I was a newbie to this table, I would walk out the door. So. <laughs> so, so guilty. Oh yeah, guilty. you said guilty. You pretty Twice. much said it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I needed another one just to <laughs> confirm. Yeah, well, there you have it. Officially guilty on this one. Now the question is, how do we sentence Chris? What is their punishment for this wrongdoing? Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I, I top of my head is force them to like pay for a recurring campaign of uh, like an ongoing Cards Against Humanity exploding kittens game night mm. <laughs> you're sentenced to three months of weekly exploding kittens and it's five bucks per night <laughs> mine would be go through and unsleeve all of his cards <laughs> in every oh, game that he owns you're really going for something cruel that's you're yep. really going for the well yours blow. is pretty cruel as well <laughs> yeah you're right fine you know what make make them have to play uh, cards against humanity once a week before this game hits the table <laughs> yeah, maybe that's too. Is there something more, uh, you know, O. Henry ish that we can specifically, may, ironically target in regards to the campaign uh, game? Uh, m- most campaign games are at least like decent. I don't know what the. Uh, yeah, have them play Monopoly every week. There, oh, there you go. Well, a Monopoly might as well be a campaign game because it'll take right. you seven hours to play through. That or Munchkin can take forever. <laughs> so Yeah, Munchkin has been one of those games where it could take three minutes or you're there for the night. Yeah, so, and it's it's probably the latter. It's probably yeah. the latter. Now, uh, did we find out, was uh, verdict done, sentencing done? Was this in the U.S.? Yeah, I'm uh, not 100% sure. I assume that it is, but I don't know. Because this seems like it would be a very us thing to do. <laughs> to, to charge for mon- charge money for right. games? <laughs> to charge money. Oh, oh, the U.S., not us, the Americans in general. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if this was over in, like, Germany where people love board games, everybody's got a copy. They're all happy. They come together. and They never had any issues in Germany over there. Right, They're always, ever. Like, They've <laughs> never had one issue in Germany <laughs> since they were created. Not one. To my understanding, they've been not- in top shape <laughs> good standing all along Always. I'm, I'm not a history buff so maybe people Neither can email us and tell us if i'm wrong where can they uh, email us oh you can email us with any thoughts questions or comments your opinion on today's verdict and case or if we would love it if you would submit your very own case uh you can do that uh, with geeks on trial at gmail.com is the address now we are going to have a slightly more official form at some yes. point that allows you to submit your cases uh, in better detail. So we may have a link to that as well uh, in the, in the description of the episode, but you can also always still email us and we'll, we'll sort that out as the, as the show evolves. Um, and uh, we also, I guess, can plug ourselves. We didn't plug ourselves right. last time. No, but, but I'll just briefly say you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Quince. And you can also find other projects that I do, YouTube and the web and whatnot at my personal site, which is jonathanestis.com. You can find me. I review snack foods most of the time over on YouTube, youtube.com slash the snack guy. And also, if you want to pay to play and give us money for our podcast and get early episodes 
uh, video and audio, you can head over to patreon.com slash geeks on trial. It's only $3 a month. And that little bit of money helps us stay afloat as a podcast. One thing we can all agree on, it is not a faux pas to ask for money for for a weekly podcast. (laughs) That's completely kosher. You get way more value out of this than any campaign game you're ever going to play. True. And it helps us, you know, uh, become bigger and better and we can get better equipment. So yeah, there's you that. can also subs- uh, like us on iTunes. So give us a rating on iTunes. That helps. Too, and though. and thumbs up and do whatever YouTube <laughs> wants you to do, because we do this also. <laughs> we're everywhere. Uh, we're video, audio, photo, print, whatever you want to get. We got it. We're working the kinks out. We'll figure it out. Uh, all right, everybody. I guess I'm Jonathan. <laughs> I'm Ivan. And this has been Geeks on Trial. Geeks on Trial.